Welcome back to After the Final Rose, eh? I'm Hannah. I'm Holly. Um, happy... Happy well, Wednesday. Wednesday. It's like almost convention. Yes. So excited. Well, for you. I yes. got another couple days here. Two more days for Hannah. And then, and then the week of relaxation. I'm yeah. going to Vancouver this weekend. Yeah, mm. so fun. Maybe I'll see McKenna, <laughs> our biggest Maybe. fan. Maybe you will. Maybe you could so tell nice. her that we meant no harm. Literally yeah. nothing I said was mean. So no McKenna. Fine. Whatever. Okay, okay, let's jump in. All right, so we left off on the lovely two-on-one. With Shanae and Genevieve. With Shanae and Genevieve. So Shanae says something that made me go like, Hmm. Yeah, that makes sense. Where <laughs> she's like, this is the reason I've been single for five years, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, oh, girl, no. So she's been single <laughs> since she was, so she's 29. So mm-hmm. she hasn't seriously dated anyone since she was 24. Wild. And it's like, oh my gosh, like h- how? I know. Well, I know how she's crazy. There's not been a villain like this for a while. I agree long time chad i get chad, chad right or i think it was what's her name courtney the one that that ben or olivia not, no he's not bef- a piece of meat way olivia. before way before um oh my god and she was so horrible oh with ashley i on the two-on-one no way before it was Ooh. like the pilot ben something and no one liked him think of like the chads mm-hmm. or the, the yeah like the woman who was on the two-on-one with ashley i mm-hmm. like she was very evil yeah she's worse than cassidy oh my gosh she's the worst we've had and i think the reason why she's the worst is because like as much as you're like how much of it is acting how much of it is prompted she's still saying all these things and we haven't had a woman on the show who is truly this mean-spirited and aggressive no and manipulative and just oh she's watching it right now and still thinking yeah i'm right i went to her instagram and she's just like self-promoting yeah or she's only like reposting people on her stories that like agree with her yeah and it's not a lot but and those people are probably crazy yeah right and that like i get it it's a tv show we need drama but like this is a little bit too much. Anyway, spoiler alert. She goes home. Thank goodness. After Clayton has a very weird conversation with Genevieve where he sits down. He looks at Genevieve and goes, are you an actress? And are you lying to me? And she was like, what? Like, where is this coming from? It was a very like deer in the headlights response. Well, because she like, just lied and was like, Genevieve's asking because yesterday she was packing her bags to go home. And then she showed up today and I actually thought she was going home. Right. And I was like, well, if I got a two-on-one date, I'd probably be panicked too. For sure. And I'm sure... And like, she probably Shanae, had to pack her bag. Well, th- we know they have to pack their bag because they, they show it, right? So she just like... Shanae was just spinning webs of lies. She was. She's the worst. But she's gone, which Thank is goodness. great. And then we get a glimpse back at the house when her suitcase gets <laughs> pulled away. And the girl's reaction reminded me of when Chad left. Gabby is <laughs> double fisting some bottles of Prosecco, drinking out of both bottles. And At I'm the like, same time. I feel that energy. She's the best. Who was crying? Marlena or Serene? One of them was crying because she was so yeah. relieved. It was Serene. Because it was Serene because you could tell they were so relieved because they were like, finally, I'm not going to be the next 
right one because Sinead was just like and she was making a note she's like I got this girl eliminated and this and this like who's next on my list yeah and she's targeting these women right so I think it was just like the relief of like okay the rest of us sort of get along in this house like we can just kind of like relax and be like all right let's enjoy this experience so I was glad that we're all glad she yeah goes home they (laughs) did end up having a cocktail party for before the rose ceremony yeah there's nothing really of note no we'll talk about mara is it mara or mara 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 we'll talk about mara in a little bit because i have some thoughts about her yeah the only thing i was gonna say about that cocktail party was rachel and clayton had a very like whispered conversation which i think is very interesting yeah because they're trying to kind of not get it picked up by their mics right that's why they're whispering so much I just like I just like have such a strong feeling that he picks her. I have a really good feeling about Susie as well, but I think it'll come between the two of them and he's gonna pick Rachel. But um so back to like you Oh, know and Cl- just so people know, so Shanae Hunter and Marlena went home. Yes. I'm so sad Marlena went home. Can't wait to see her in paradise. Oh, I think she'll I would love to see her with someone like Trey. I know. I think her and Trey would be a really cool fit. Yeah. Love yes. It. So I really liked her. She was funny. She was funny. So they off they go to Croatia, which I feel like I need to go to Croatia. It's it is beautiful. so beautiful. Have you been? No, but I've lovely. heard it's so, so beautiful. Oh my gosh, it looks yeah. stunning. Yeah. So they're at a little cafe and Clayton walks over. And so in our, in the little like interviews, Mara is very much Mara. like, sorry, Mara, like Marinara. She's very much like... I really want a one-on-one. I haven't had a one-on-one. I really want to solidify this time. And she keeps reiterating the fact that she's 32. And yeah. so she's ready for a husband. She's ready for kids. She's ready to be a wife. And she keeps kind of poking at Sarah. Yeah. Because Sarah's 23. Yeah. And she keeps being like, these other girls are not here um, for marriage well, and blah, 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 yeah. blah. So I want a one-on-one. And then Clayton comes up and he's like, Teddy. Yeah. One-on-one time. And Mara's like, that. <laughs> So the biggest thing that she kind of says, and she does end up saying to him, is that he says all of these things that he wants, and then she's like, he directs his attention to women who are not going to Mm -hmm. provide that, which I don't necessarily disagree with. No. And we can, I don't know, we can, do we want to jump into Mira right now? Um, sure. Well, okay. Let's sure. no. Let's talk about Teddy because Teddy's Teddy. date was pretty tame. Teddy's date was very tame. They have my favorite kind of date yeah. where they just wander around a new city and they actually do things that real life people would do. I think it's so lovely. They had a very fun time. Literally, all I wrote was that um, they're walking around in the rain and Teddy's pants are soaking wet, and that's why we don't wear flare jeans. Yes, because her pants are soaking wet. They have the little dinner portion. And oh, yes, this is when she brings up the fact that she's a virgin. And so Clayton, I think, handles this conversation okay, remarkably this well. This is the first time I have actually mm-hmm. been impressed with Clayton. Yeah, I was super, super impressed with the way he handled the whole conversation because yeah. she says she's a virgin. And but it's part of it is because she says her mom had her really young. Yeah. And so... She was like, I think that scared me into not wanting to be intimate with someone mm-hmm. for fear of that happening. Yep. But then she kind of just came to this point of, okay, I just don't want to like be intimate with someone until I'm in love. Exactly. So then Clayton was like, so, so are you've you never, s- been, you've in never been in love. 
And she goes, yeah. And then, but I was so impressed with Clayton that he has, he did that at this point, the other two bachelor bachelors, people who've come across people who say they haven't been in love, like mm-hmm. Tasha, Katie, who did we just, Matt, um, Michelle, Michelle, his response to her was so great. Cause he said, okay, so what does being in love mean to you? Mm-hmm. And he actually made her explain it. Yes. And I was like, that is exactly the right question to answer because if they can't explain it, mm-hmm. then how do they know? Right. But she did. Mm-hmm. She said, you know, to me, like being in love with someone is there like my safe space. Yeah. And I feel protected mm-hmm. and, and blah, blah, blah. And I was like, wow that conversation was so well handled she could articulate what being in love means to her so she's obviously given it some thought Mm -hmm. and she's not just like goofing around no you know no I thought it was great it It was was a great conversation they handled it really well on both sides she gets the rose all as well and what I think all of us at home are maybe a little concerned about was like the Abigail effect where she gets the first impression rose and then never is <laughs> spoken Seen to again. never again, right? Every group date. And she, she admitted to that. She was like, it's been hard because yeah. it would be hard to get all the attention in a first impression rose. And yeah. then three weeks later, you've just been on group date after group date and quick little cocktail party chat. And you're like, do yeah. you even remember me? Like, I'm still here. So that's good. So then back at the house, we get um, the group date, which is everybody else except for Sarah. This is Sarah's that was surprising to me. And me Sarah too. wasn't even the first one-on-one. He had a date with her like two weeks ago. Yeah. Like it was, it was very, very fresh. weird because Susie was the first one-on-one. So usually, mm-hmm. usually the first one-on-one is usually it's like Greg. Yeah. They, they tend to get the second one-on-one yeah. because by that point you've narrowed it down enough that people who haven't had a one-on-one are going are not making it to top five Mm -mm. not making it to hometowns and so you've had a one-on-one if not two one-on-ones with all of those people yes the only exception there was katie's season with justin (laughs) poor justin poor justin (laughs) poor justin he's the best though but so mara 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 Mara's is upset. very upset and she's I think she's the most upset because it's Sarah right yeah it's the one that she kind of has it out for in the sense Mara's a great villain to have now we need a villain I don't think she's a villain though but I I think she just presents herself in a way that she's very opinionated yeah and I mean out of all of these girls she's the one that has not an agenda but kind of like there's a target on Sarah's back. We have yeah. the oldest and the youngest. Yeah. And she's she's kind of got it out for Sarah in the fact that, like, she's not happy that, you know, she is getting the one-on-one. She doesn't think she's ready for marriage because she's 23. And she's yeah. holding that against her. And she's kind of saying, you know, the 23-year-old is getting a lot more attention than she is. Yeah. And she's jealous. She and is Sarah's jealous. Sarah's beautiful. Yeah. And Sarah has a lot of things going for her. And as much as, like, we've harped on Sarah for being young and she's 23, like, 23-year-olds do get married. Okay, and so this is like, where my point comes in. So I had, I wrote down some talking points about Mara. Mm-hmm. So you're 100% right. She's, she's getting in her head. Yeah. Which is causing the jealousy. Yes. Which, you know, if you're getting in your head, your relationship is probably not very strong or mm-hmm. solidified. Totally. Or you are just way overthinking yeah. it. Um, 
So that's, I think, what it's coming from. What I, and I, I honestly, I appreciated Mara's honesty about like how she was feeling and, and all this stuff. And, and, and I was, I appreciated the way she honestly spoke to Clayton at the group date Mm -hmm. and was like, this is how I'm feeling and this is who you're giving your attention to. Yeah. Um, I don't think she should have just started like spreading lies. And that's the <laughs> thing, right? Like, but that's what she, where I'm like, mm, but what she said was interesting is she talked about, she said them in the same sentence, but they're actually two different things. Mm-hmm. She said, I'm, a, I'm a wife age. I'm a wife mindset. Right. And I said, whoa, whoa, whoa. That's two completely, two different, completely things. different things. Wife age. There is no such thing. As a wife age. People become wives at many ages, whether it's legal or not. Right? (laughs) I was going to say, let's say an appropriate (laughs) wife age is like minimum 18. If we want to say an appropriate (laughs) wife age, yeah. 20. Lots of, an appropriate quote, quote unquote, wife age would probably be about, lots of people get married at 19, 20. Yeah. Right? Unless you're a dugger. Okay. 18. Or whatever. Yeah. Everyone in my family. But what I do (laughs) agree. What I do agree with her on is the wife mindset. Mm-hmm. And you know what reminded me of this was on Matt's season, it was Kit. Oh, so yeah. So Kit was 21. Yeah. Super young. Yep. Same kind of lifestyle yep. as Sarah. Mm-hmm. New York girl, high profile job. Yep. Comes from like, money. Comes from money. Cause totally. I'm, like, I know Sarah... I know Sarah's adopted, but I'm guessing she was adopted into a bit of a well-off family. Mm -hmm. And in New York, well-off means you have money. Yeah. (laughs) You have to have money in New New York York to live in New York City. Yeah. And, but what I liked was when Kit sat down with Matt and said, I've been doing a lot of thinking Mm -hmm. and I just don't think I'm at the stage where I want to, like get married and have kids right away like i want to be with somebody do you remember this conversation mm-hmm. she had well they they had their like date where they it was like, their cooked. date yes and they she was cooking w- things yes. and i was like wow, it was her loved, first one-on-one i loved that date. yeah it was her first one-on-one yeah and she just went through and was like you know i want to travel and i want to do this and mm-hmm. i think what you're looking for because matt was a similar age that clayton is now yeah. 28 29 mm-hmm. i think you're looking for someone who's going to get engaged yep and get married and have kids like within the next five years and she's like I don't really want that yeah so to me when I see Sarah yes is Sarah mature yes absolutely is she beautiful yes does she have a decent job yes that she just quit yes yes so like I think that tells you a little bit about where her life is going Mm -hmm. she is going towards the Instagram influencer 100% way fine whatever but does that mean that Sarah, do you have the like wife mindset right. per se of what Clayton wants? Because what Clayton has been saying is he wants to get married and have a family exactly. right away. Yeah. And that's what Mara was getting at mm-hmm. is Sarah might not be ready to get married and have a family right away at the age of 23. I right. know I wasn't. Oh, at 23 no. years old. Oh my gosh, no. And even if you think about people who get married young, they're also usually marrying someone young. Yeah. And sometimes they're married for quite a few years before they have kids. Like if they're getting mm-hmm. married at 20 and then having kids at 23, yeah. they've been married for three years already. Now, do I think it's Mara's job to go off and tell Clayton that? No. no. And that's the problem I have with a hundred Mara is that 
it is not your place to be going around and sharing that about other girls. And I wrote this down like, okay, whatever. The group date was stupid. Yeah, it was some weird warrior thing. Let's flash to the... Guess what? Rachel got the group date rose. Surprise, surprise. I know that's (laughs) really surprising to everyone. (laughs) But like, so Mara, again, like at the cocktail... Or is it the cocktail party? No, it's the the group group date. date. It's the group date cocktail. Is she spends her time with Clayton talking about Sarah. And that's where it's like, Mara, you want reason, to strengthen your relationship. The reason why your relationship is not growing with Clayton is because you're spending time talking about the other girls in the house yeah. instead of talking about yourself and all the things you have to offer that you yeah. keep talking about in your interviews. Yeah. And but not, not in with front him. Of Clayton. Exactly. So I guess my point was like, I, I understand where she's coming from. And I think what she said about wife mindset is correct, but she went about it in completely the wrong way. Exactly. It wasn't like, that's not what you do. So after the group date, Rachel gets the rose and then Clayton goes back up to his hotel and there's a card waiting for him that Mm -hmm. says, meet me at the clock tower. And he's stressed. He's like, oh no, I thought it was going to be Sinead. Oh, (laughs) really? I was like, no. I thought it was going to be Mara like asking for like more time or something mm. but it's Susie and okay his reaction yeah to seeing Susie was really like oh shit he really likes her yeah he was beyond excited and thrilled and happy and like joyful and which is so funny because her one-on-one was so long ago and then we yeah. haven't seen their relationship it was the first de- one yeah we haven't seen their relationship develop because I was kind of like this is kind of weird but then thinking in my head I was like Okay, his reaction means there's justifiably some converse like conversations we have not seen. And I think it sucks too for Clayton because I think we're watching this going, Oh, he really likes her. Like all That's we weird. Think, That's weird. But like we've all we've seen on our end is so much Sinead, Sinead shit. Cassidy, the, Elizabeth. That's all right, we've seen. That, like, who are all home. While they're fighting and stuff, Clayton's off having probably good conversations with these girls. So she says she's falling in love. And Clayton. Oh, that and that's what really I was like. Oh, what? Now, (laughs) here's my thought on this. Mm. I think so. It's post group date where Rachel has gotten the rose again, and Rachel told him on the group date she was falling in love. Mm -hmm. And I think maybe Susie is kind of sitting there going, "Okay, I gotta worry about Rachel a little bit. What can I do to kind of not even get a step ahead, but just like even the playing field." A little bit here. I can I can pull him aside. We can have a romantic. And maybe she is falling in love. And that's great. Happy for you, Susie. But I think it felt a little disingenuine, I think. Yeah. Just because, well, Rachel got the group date rose again. Now I feel like I need to do something. And maybe she really just did want to spend more time with him. And that's lovely. And maybe she felt like it wanted. she wanted it to be not on a group date when she's saying yeah. she's falling in love and that I can appreciate too. you yeah. want your own moment in your own time if they make it to the end like that's a nice special moment yeah. for them the timing was just like the timing just felt weird, weird in yeah. terms of what we had just kind of seen with Rachel and like post group date and because I think she knows that her and Rachel are probably kind of neck and neck in terms of yeah connection so here's where I get lost did I fast forward too much or did we just skip to the dinner portion there, of Sarah's? We did not see Sarah's daytime date. There was nothing there. Did they it was just like have Kit, dinner? remember? Yeah, it was Kit so just had weird. dinner. And so I wonder, 
because it was Sarah's second date, did they not have a daytime portion and it was truly just night? Oh, I think they probably did. I feel so confused. Or maybe did they get there and like in terms of filming, Sarah's date was actually first? I don't know. I There's don't know. something weird going on. But I was like, did I miss something? So basically no. they're having... They have dinner. Um, they have dinner. And Clayton says like, look, women in the house... Without naming names, but Sarah knows who it is because yeah. like, there's one person, person in there that's worried about her. Yeah. He's like, I don't know if you're ready. And she like cries so hard. This poor oh, girl. Oh, I know. And like you she see. She runs to her producer. Yeah, she does. <laughs> she ran to him and was like, I just don't get it. Blah, blah, blah. But like her little chin was trembling. Like yeah. these are real tears. It was a real emotion. Versus who like Shanae, who we've seen, who's like, oh my gosh, like I pretended to cry that whole time. And I did such a good job. Yeah. Give me my Oscar. <laughs> right? Like yeah. poor Sarah is being her qualities and her characteristics and her intentions are being questioned. I will say, I think like they'd be really shitty to hear that. Yeah. And to be in her position and have, like, your one-on-one date go in that direction when you probably think it's going to go quite well. Yeah. I think it was very much like a 23-year-old's response, though. Oh, yeah. Right? Like, yeah. if I was in that mindset, I'd probably be like, no, let's talk about this. Let's, like, yeah. have a conversation. And I probably wouldn't just start sobbing. She's literally sobbing into him, right? Yeah. Like, then they clear the air. He goes off and has a sit and think with his producer yeah, <laughs> she exactly. goes off and has a sit and think with her producer they come back and he's like okay i get it i'm sorry here's the rose i trust you and she's like <laughs> yeah she's still sobbing she's yeah and it's kind of like okay girl like we can tell you're 23 like, I think we need to calm down mm-hmm. and and again okay like this is tamara's point of a wife mindset right like, like when gonna there's just start a sobbing all the time right like if there's a conflict within your marriage how are you going to solve it right not by sobbing not by hopefully like <laughs> Because that's called manipulation. Yeah. It just like, like have a conversation. Like I get she was really upset and it didn't feel. I can get having an emotional conversation. Totally. Where you might have tears or whatever. Yeah. But she was. But she was literally sobbing. couldn't talk. No. It was, yeah. It was not good. So but I think to Mara's point, I was like, mm-hmm. and I think this is why Mara thinks yeah. that. I get yeah. it. I don't know whatever but she's got now, the rose. she's staying around so then like pretty much what we get at the end of the episode is Sarah just like on a death march back so, to the hotel and it's like is this yeah. the mature way we're gonna handle right. it Sarah because now you're just proving Mara right and I wonder again I don't know I'm just like I feel like the more the show goes on the more and maybe it's because I listen to so many podcasts and like Nick as I love me some Nick love and some the Nick vile and the vile files but I feel like he's kind of put this little bug in my head of like, how much is real? How yeah. much is edited? How much is producer fed? We don't know what's going on because now it seems like they're trying to get us to turn on Sarah a little bit. Like yeah. we get the sneak preview for next week and it's like, you know, the angry villain music is playing yeah. on Sarah now. And I'm like, I don't know if I'm falling I don't for think this. I, I wouldn't classify. I wouldn't. No. I wouldn't really classify either of them as villains no we just need some drama now because they're just both very dramatic Mm -hmm. but i just think the fact that sarah's like gonna go back and just confront her it's like oh my god i know i'd be like just like you're literally proving her point exactly so it'll be interesting to see how that unravels yeah um and they still show us previews of Rachel crying on the stairs. I know. Like, I just want to <laughs> fast forward to that. Can we just, I just want to get there. I know, me too. <laughs> I 
I'm, I'm just so curious. And now I feel like we're going to watch. It's going to be such a disappointment. I know. And I don't know. So I was listening to Nick's podcast in the car, as I do on Wednesdays. And this week was so good. Greg and Andrew were the co I know. And your dreams are crushed. Oh, my God. Can we talk <laughs> about this for a second? So Greg <sighs> announced that he started seeing somebody. Okay. And it's not Hannah. <laughs> <laughs> spoiler alert guys it's spoiler not it's me. not <laughs> hannah it's so sad oh my god did you watch that video i sent you of mikey no i haven't oh my gosh so holly it was actually so lovely and it made me like really like mikey more and now i like have like kind of a crush on mikey oh you have a little crush on virgin mikey i do i think <laughs> i have a crush on virgin mike oh. <laughs> okay well that was, <laughs> that was really it you guys yeah we need to have a better um outro than that because that was how we end the podcast Anyway, we'll see what happens next week. All this drama. I think we probably only have like, this was episode six, right? Yeah. So we only have probably four more episodes. Yeah. Because hometowns are coming we're getting there. soon. There's only like eight people left. I think. So we're going to eliminate. Genevieve's going to be gone, I think. <sighs> Genevieve will be gone. Mamera will be gone. Eliza. I know. Um, I think like I stand by my top four. I think it'll be Gabby, Teddy, Susie, Rachel mm-hmm. that make it to hometowns. Then I say Teddy goes, then I say Gabby goes, and mm. then it's between Rachel and Susie. Yeah. And do you but know what? But he's told three people there and he's in love with them. Okay, but okay. So but who's so the three? I think it might be Gabby. Oh, fuck Serene. Oh, yeah. Serene's a dark horse. I know. Serene popped out of Shit. nowhere. My top four is messed up. So I only have, I the only know. ones I'm sure about in there are Rachel and... Um, Susie, I don't. I didn't even Gabby? have Susie. Who did I had Susie? I thought she was gonna. Be oh, Orlando. I'm only sure about Rachel. Oh, Sarah. Who am I top four? Oh, Joe on a zip lining date. That was fun. Sarah's in there. Sarah's in my top four. Those are yeah. Rachel, Susie, Gabby, Teddy. But and I said Hunter was a villain. How wrong was I? How wrong she was the best. Unproblematic queen. That one. Yeah. Sorry, Hunter. Sorry, Hunter. Didn't mean to. Yeah, I said. Rachel, Genevieve, mm. Eliza, and Sarah. Right. I think like Sarah could also be in there. Sarah could be in there. I think Serene. He really likes Serene. I don't know what's going to happen. <gasps> crazy. It's going to be crazy town. It's going to be crazy. And what will also, I know we've mentioned this before, but what's also going to be interesting is if he leaves with Rachel or mm. if him and Rachel connect after the show is done filming. What if because he how pulls how do you forgive that? What if he in pulls? The what if he pulls like an Ari? Yeah, and he like proposes to Susie, and then he like goes back to Rachel or vice versa. Like right now, yeah, like in between after that would the be final horrible. Rose. I'd be so mad at him. <gasps> I'd be really mad at him. But you know, I got over with Ari and Lauren, and I love Ari and Lauren now, and I love Becca and Thomas. It all worked out. It did, but oh, that hurt. That was a that was a that was a bad move. That was one. so rude of him. Yeah. That like, why would you even... Anyway. It was so bad. No, anyway. I think he's still going to end up with Rachel, but I think it's just going to be interesting. Like, I just don't know how you forgive what he says to your face in that moment. And then maybe you the show's done <laughs> filming. You go back home. You have time to reflect. You reconnect. I don't know. Reflect and reconnect. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> I don't know. I'm tired. <laughs> I <laughs> want to go to bed. Okay. <laughs> Good night. Good night. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for listening to After the Final Rose. 
make sure to follow us on Instagram at after the final rose underscore eight. Subscribe to the podcast on Spotify and Apple Podcasts so you don't miss an episode. And if you're feeling extra nice, give us a five-star rating and review on Apple Podcasts. See you next week.